Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickie's Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. After listening to the last episode of the Silver Fox Swing Set, our brains were reeling with questions about Mr. Silver Fox's new girlfriend. So, to help clear up some of those questions, we brought him and his girlfriend Lily into the sex apartment to learn more about their new polyamorous journey. And we're back at the sex apartment. Today we have a different kind of episode. We were listening to the Silver Fox's Swing Set episode that came out on November 30th. And midway through that episode, Mrs. Silver Fox dropped that she wanted Mr. Silver Fox to bring his girlfriend to a Halloween party with them. Then slowly proceeded to introduce the fact that he has a girlfriend and how they interact. And the more and more she talked and the more and more they talked about it, the more and more questions I had. And about three seconds after the episode ended, I texted them and said, I need to get you, Mr. Silver Fox, in the studio with your girlfriend and ask some of the thousands of questions that popped up in my head listening to this. (laughs) So with that, Mr. Silver Fox and his girlfriend, Lily, welcome to this apartment. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Back in a different way. Welcome, welcome. (laughs) Let's start off, since we already know your backstory, Mr. Silver Fox. Lily, how did you end up discovering the lifestyle? So it's not new to me. I was a swinger in a previous relationship. I met my husband. We were monogamous for the first five or six years of our marriage. And then I ran into an old friend who mentioned that he was poly. My husband and I had a conversation about it, and we just started exploring from there. Now, how long ago was that? Five months, six months ago, yeah. And you said in a previous relationship, you had some experience. Mm -hmm. What was that? It was more or less swinging, but we were primarily with single males. Okay. Me and my ex. As you, and again, you just mentioned your husband. So this is is where things started building up the questions. And the more and more they talked, the more and more questions I had. So you are married. Correct. You guys enter the lifestyle about five months ago Mm -hmm. with what intent? Let's explore. Now, your previous relationship was mostly with single males. Right. Any interest in females or is this all? Yeah. Okay. A little nod wink. I like that. Yeah. Bonus. Okay. <laughs> what was your process in introducing your husband to this? Well, it's not new to him either because we met okay. in the lifestyle initially. Okay. His response was really supportive. It was essentially like, I expected this to pop up again. Okay. And so you, you guys you guys met in the lifestyle mm-hmm. and he was a single male or yes and waited five years to branch out so you guys five months ago start this up how much had changed over the five-year time since you guys had been in the lifestyle I would say I wasn't really deeply deeply into it the first time because if I found what I was after I was good you know what I mean okay. I wasn't out there searching around really okay. so I think Polly was always more the way I leaned 
Okay. It just took me a little while to figure that out. Now, we haven't had anybody on here who has brought up poly much. I can think of one couple that hinted towards it as they were starting. But in your mind, how would you describe that? It's more like having meaningful relationships with multiple people. And uh, there happens to be sex sometimes. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Your husband welcomed this with no problem? Yeah. Does he also engage with others or is this more just your thing? It's open to that, but he is, it's the busy season at work. Ah, Santa, right? No, not Santa. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not Santa. So damn it. Still waiting to meet that guy. This is Claus here. (laughs) Pretty naughty Claus. I I love bad Santa. There's a reason I get on the good list. So she has to find something else. I get spankings every year. Nice. Yeah. What was your first find in your new relationship? Initially, I ran into an old friend on Facebook and he asked me to go grab coffee. And I said, yeah, but I'm married. So this was a single guy you had played with in the past? We hadn't played. No, we were just friends. Okay. So he was looking to just reconnect as far as I knew, but I always throw that disclaimer out there. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. We can go out to coffee, but it's coffee, right? Well, now see on TikTok, fucking coffee means sex. So who fucking knows? So does Netflix. (laughs) We can't have anything. It's all sex. I'm all right Which I mean, I'm not really complaining. Right. Right. I'm not really complaining. It's just kind of confusing sometimes. I hear you. So he said, well, I am too, but we're actually Polly. And so we met up and had coffee, just coffee. Actual coffee. Actual coffee, (laughs) TikTok. Okay. We just had that opened up some conversation. So then I went home and I told my husband about it because I told him ahead of time, you know, Mm -hmm. hey, we're going out for coffee. And that just kind of opened up conversation for us. How quickly after you brought this up with your husband, did you actually have a sexual interaction? I kind of live like I drive. I change lanes really quickly. I evaluate the situation ahead of time, and then I put my turn signal on, and that's which way I go. So, okay. <laughs> pretty quickly. So then what was that experience? Well, it was sex. Yeah? Yeah, it was. <laughs> with another single man? With a single male? No, it was with my friend from the meme page. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. See, but he's he's married, and he has a girlfriend. And he's a kid and he has his own business. So he's really busy. After that experience, I was like, yeah, I feel like this is the direction I'm leaning, but more time with somebody would be great. So I downloaded Field, which is more like a dating app Mm -hmm. for more non-traditional dating. Sure. I agree. And here comes Mr. Silver Fox. (laughs) He was number two on the friend and then. Correct. Wow. All right. It was my lead in. (laughs) (laughs) so what was that lead-in then mrs silver fox and i we have discussed what polyamory looks like to us i seem to be more wanting those style relationships i wanted something meaningful but i wanted something more more than obviously my swinging lifestyle now when you say meaningful let's dig into that like i want to be able to express emotions and feelings towards someone without the proverbial, oh, you caught feelings. You know, I wanted to not only care about somebody, but I wanted to share in my family and more than just that intimate moment. As much as I enjoy living in the moment with people, I wanted more beyond that. And in the lifestyle, you guys have each other and other people have each other. And that's what a lot of people say we come here for. We got each other. We don't need more than that. We're here to enhance our sexual life and Mm -hmm. our experiences. And that's what we want to do. I wanted somebody to be around and maybe compliment things that I lack in that intimate part of my life. But I wanted to be able to share that and not be wrong for having feelings. So yeah, I'm just caring. You wanted to go beyond the 
quick hookups at a club yes. or or hotel party beyond the standard built-in friendships that you can build with a couple that you hang out with more than once. Right. And you wanted something deeper than that. Deeper. Yeah. And so it made sense. And I don't think there's any clear definition of polyamory that can be applied as a blanket statement to anyone. Just like there's you no know, real definition of the, the lifestyle, lifestyle swingers or whatever. Right. Everybody has their own cup that they bring to the party. You know? Right. So being able to define that with somebody was the most important thing to me. And obviously I love communicating and talking with people. So defining that was my first thing. So how do I find it? Well, I downloaded the field app because it was uh, directed towards, you know, the polyamory community. I read Lily's profile and it was a wonderful, well-written profile. So I thought, well, man, you know, I love intelligence. So, you know, that's a turn on to me. And then it said, I like Star Wars, not Star Trek. And I'm like, oh shit, I got this. <laughs> so, you Before know, I, I turn off a bunch of listeners. <laughs> she's right, but we'll let it go. Thank you. I had uh, complimented the profile, how well written it was, and that I was interested. And I said, I'm so glad you're a Star Wars girl. Because I don't like Star Trek chicks. They're total Klingons. <laughs> and so she responded back to me after that. And we started talking back and forth. And we set up a date to meet at a halfway point between us at a little choke and puke. I, I don't even know where we were, what the name of the town was. I agreed to a hand massage and a drink. That's how it started. I agreed to be the giver of the hand massage. Okay. We were hitting it off in chat so well. So I thought, yeah, let's give it a shot. What were you looking for in your profile? I was looking for a genuine person. Person. I knew that. Like I wanted to build, we keep touching on the word meaningful, but mm -hmm. I wanted to build a meaningful relationship with somebody. What was it besides the Star Trek? That it was totally the Star Trek Star joke. <laughs> I mean. It was the lack of liking Star Trek. I'm Absolutely. Immediately plus 10 points, like started off ahead. How many guys came at you with these Star Wars, Star Trek jokes? One. Wow. Fucking idiots. <laughs> right? I thought this is a clear setup. I got yeah. this. <laughs> what about her profile besides that clicked for you? The eyes, to be honest. Uh, I'm a sucker for eyes. You've seen Mrs. Silver Fox's eyes. And I saw them, and it just looked like a genuine picture from a genuine person. It wasn't overly filtered. It just seemed somebody that was exposing themselves. It was well-written. Like, this is what I'm after. This is kind of what I want to experience. It was a tin of humor, a tin of openness, kind of just exposing yourself rawly to the world, I think gets overlooked by quite a few people. Like, wow, they were really willing to put themselves out there. Mm -hmm. Why don't you take the moment to listen? Because you may find somebody extraordinary. What did your profile say? Um, my profile said, you know, I am married. I introduced myself as Mr. Silver Fox, of course. 43, I'm married. I am looking for a relationship. I have a very high drive. I would like somebody that has an equally high drive to respond to me, should there be that person. I'm an extremely good communicator. No Klingons. No Klingons. No, yeah, that I, came I, through the message. Yeah. I didn't really, like, I breezed over your profile. Right. But I was like, no, we're talking now. Yeah, it was pretty blase. Uh -huh. Like, figured no matter what, I would have to do the initiation with whoever I met. And Absolutely. I thought my clever and wit would be better than my profile. How long ago did this connection click? September 2nd. So a little over three months ago, you started That was your, our first date. That was the first time you guys. First date, Okay. Yeah. That was the hand massage. That was the hand massage. And that worked. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and you agreed to hand massage and coffee. How far beyond hand massage and coffee did first time go? Quite a bit. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> Had a feeling. Quite a bit. But you know, our rules with Mrs. Silver Fox and I, that everything's on the table except for penetration. That requires a conversation. So we stopped right before we needed a conversation. What was that conversation? After that night, I went home, of course, told her, you know, absolutely everything that took place that I thought, this is a wonderful connection I made. I'd really like you 
to meet this person down the road, you share a tremendous amount of similarities and you should know that ahead of time. Initially, both of them didn't believe that when I said it, but as you get to know Lily more, you will see quite a bit of Mrs. Silver Fox's sense of humor, (laughs) just about everything. But there's a real valid reason why I enjoy that more than I enjoy two completely opposite people, because obviously I enjoy Mrs. Silver Fox to no end. I married her. I love her to death. But they each offset something along the way that I'm missing in my relationship in some way or another. Mrs. Silver Fox does not cuddle. I can't be more clear to men than that. Again, not surprised. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but on the other hand, I can share that intimacy because I do enjoy that. You know, I enjoy that intimate moment and Lily and I can share that. But the sense of humor, I will tell you it's amazing, but at times I don't want to hear the same bullshit twice. <laughs> and I do because <laughs> they both gang up on me, but it's to be expected. It's almost the same ideology. So for me, I like the fact that they were so similar in their personality, in their sense of humor and intelligence that it was just those little things along the way that I didn't get at home and that allowed me to have access to it. That made it really special. And I can bring them all together. We hang out together a lot. That's really awesome. They go on trips without me. It's adding something major to our family, whereas the lifestyle was adding something to my relationship. Okay. You know, So it's different in that aspect too. At what point did you realize that this was more than just a typical lifestyle meetup? When I had to ask, how do you want to be introduced in public? More than a side piece, more than just a friend, uh, more meaningful to me in all those facets. So I didn't think saying, you know, just friend was enough. Side piece was, I don't want to say it's a demeaning term, but it was beneath our relationship. I had to ask the question at one point, are you okay with me introducing you as my girlfriend? Because I thought that title and that meaning was important and it meant more than just a friend. That was a month and a half into the relationship. I would say right before we actually went to a lifestyle event together. Mm -hmm. Now, how many times had you guys hung out at that point? Oh, quite a bit. (laughs) Every Um, chance. Okay. Two, three times a week, probably. (laughs) Okay. What was the reaction at home with the more time that you spent together? My kid, she comes with me sometimes. So (laughs) she's in the loop too. I don't believe in lying to her. She's a really smart girl. And so when our relationship started developing, I decided I'm just going to tell her and she can come hang out with us. From that standpoint, great. And I already mentioned my husband's at work a lot. So I'm home for the most part. When he's home, we manage to make our schedules work that. Now, how old is your kid? She's 13. 13. Mine's 14. And 14. How the fuck do you introduce this? I just told her. She's such a literal upfront person. Okay, you guys want to know the truth? Yeah. Yeah. 100% spill it. I might have found one of my toys in the shower. I forgot to put it away. Okay. Okay. So then her dad picks her up. I get a phone call from her dad. And he says, your daughter just told me you're built for two men. And I said, what? (laughs) And he goes, yeah. She told me all about that thing she found. And I was like, I mean, yeah. And she addressed me about it immediately. Like she found it and she was like, what is that? And I said, well, you know, that's what it is. It is what it looks like, kid. And she goes, what about your husband? I said, hello, where is he? He's not here right now. So I started the conversation by saying, hey, you remember how you told your dad I was built for two men? You were right. She was like, yeah. Yeah, Makes sense. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Your turn. (laughs) Well, mine knew about us being in the lifestyle 
and of course us having the podcast and all that because we're we're extremely open so there was really no surprise my kid actually wanted to be involved in polyamorous relationships even before they knew we were lifestyle that was a direction and we were always kind of somewhat of a surprise to the kid because we're like oh okay you know that sounds amazing you know you want to have multiple people and follow your heart that sounds great you know we're open-minded as hell didn't make sense because most parents were kind of no that's not okay you know and this and that and the other thing we're like hey if if everybody's okay everybody's safe everybody's taking care of each other we you know we support you i don't want you to be in harm's way or anything like that so hey that's great and then eventually mrs silver fox got tired of the questions one day and just said okay listen we're swingers we have a podcast about swinging we're very open we love the sexuality talks let's just get it all on the table we don't need to hide anything from you before you find it again just not ask ask questions <laughs> let's sit down and figure it out so later that night i came home i had no idea what i was walking into <laughs> I you know coming from work like had a bad day and then next thing you know like hey what about swinging too dad like oh shit <laughs> you know what works seemed great i'm heading back yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> but um but based but on what you're to, telling me it sounded like that wouldn't have been that tough of a conversation no it was them to grasp to that point no i just said hey i i have uh someone coming over i'm leaning towards having her as my girlfriend you know we're dating this is where we're going and they're coming over tonight and mm-hmm. then um couple times after when lily brought her daughter then it just clicked i mean they're so weird both of them they just like they're weird just combined into amazingness okay you know so it it just made sense and the kids clicked and we clicked and then when mrs silverfox got home and got to tell her all about lily it was like okay then of course she was like well i want to meet her too in in such a way see now i'm just trying to get the timeline so are you saying that the kids met before you and mrs silver fox met or no no but like sat down and got together to to know one each other but the actual introductions came between of course my wife first before my kid i I wouldn't do that like i'm a guy but i'm not that dumb of one (laughs) (laughs) so now we get to the point where you guys head to your first lifestyle event together Mm. Yes, Mrs. Silver Fox was way more interested in that than I was. What was your reaction when she brought that up? Complete and utter hesitation and fear in the moment. Of? They don't go together. They're okay. completely separate. Explain. We're going to go to a lifestyle event. Lily knows me as my Christian name, my government name. Mm-hmm. She knows that person and that person only. Okay. I'm inviting her into Mr. Silver Fox's world. Mm-hmm. I carry a brand. I carry a reputation. I carry a certain sense to myself when I'm in that environment. And that's not the person I present that she knows. That fear was there. How much were you warned of that person? I'm naturally flirty, so that was nothing new. No, I don't think I was warned about that person. Okay. Mm Mm-mm. Because I've kept those so separate. Just kind of fear of that. Are you going to like that person? Are you going to like that person with other people that... I'm intimate with, you know, how does that look for us? I had a lot of questions myself leading up. And to this that was event. for an SD party too, right? Correct. So this is where you, this, this for lack of a better term is home base. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're pretty well known at that institution. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to interact with me. And there's going to be a lot of people that want to interact with Lily and they're going to want to know why. Are there parts of your relationship that you prefer to keep out of the lifestyle because it gives you something that you don't get in the lifestyle? I agreed to get into swinging with Mrs. Silver Fox. That's my wife. That's experience. I agreed to do with her. Right. It's good enough. Okay. I didn't need Lily to enter the lifestyle with me. It's not what we were looking for when we found each other. I already had it. Right. It was good enough. Mm-hmm. 
you know, so now do I want to mix those two? Mm. In my mind, I said, no. Yeah. I said, no. And now I could see it. did you not want to mix those two because you didn't want her to see that side of you? Or no. was this more of a, it's way more selfish than that. I didn't want to see, I didn't want to see her walk away with another man. Ironic. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> and I, I understand the hypocrisy that may be taken with that. But when you make an agreement with Nessa to enter this lifestyle, that was something you guys decided together between you that was going to enhance your experience. I wasn't looking to enhance my experience. My experience was fucking amazing. I didn't need it. And I didn't want for the pure selfish side of me. I didn't want to watch another man walk away other than her husband. That was what I was willing to sacrifice for and him only. And I know that sounds so weird. It, it, I, to- <laughs> I mean, I can totally understand it. Right. But I just hadn't got myself in a mental position yet to say that's something I want to be a part of. Just kind of like looking, the first 12 years of my marriage. how the relationship was. I, I mean, the relationship's in its very infant three-month stage. Of, sure. This is, for lack of a better term, my brand new toy. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> You're not wrong. I, I don't, I don't want to share my toy. This is my toy. Don't get away. I Christmas right in the corner, Mrs. Claus references. I felt this was oh, fair. Yeah. <laughs> You're killing it. <laughs> What was your reaction to the invite? I was excited. Had you ever been to a lifestyle event in any way, shape, or form? No. 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 So I've been to Trauma, which is a BDSM Halloween party. They host annually. Sounds fucking painful. I understand. Okay. (laughs) It's it's very... It's fun, actually. But... That's really soft core compared to the kind of things that you go to clubs or like t- mm-hmm. takeovers, you know? So no, I'd never been to an event before, but I was just excited. Lily, did you have the same feeling that you didn't want to see Mr. Silver Fox walk away with another girl or do you have a different take on that? I didn't really know. That's not news to me, you know, that that's his norm. Right. I also felt like we had more going on than just sex. So like if he just has sex with somebody regularly, no, I didn't feel like that that was going to bother me. That's not a new thing. And it's not targeted at me. Right. For those that haven't listened to the Silver Sox Swing Set episode four that came out November 30th, you brought your husband with you. I did. And that was another turn in my conflict altogether. I had already conflicted enough about Lily being there. Now the husband's involved. Had you met him yet? No, not that I had an issue with meeting and that wasn't the conflict. It was, we're going to an event. We have different rules when we go to an event than if we attend different things. Mm -hmm. So now you have your partner, you're both in the lifestyle together. What's your rules? We're going to an event. This is different. Are you exclusive to him? Is he exclusive to you? Is his play contingent upon your play? Is your play contingent upon his? This is different. We have another person involved. The four-way connection's a bitch to begin with. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to picture this web. And so what were your rules? So so then I had a conversation with my husband. <laughs> and he basically, the primary reason he wanted to go is he hasn't met Mr. Silver Fox. He hasn't met Mrs. Silver Fox. And this is an event of a new kind for me. He wanted to make sure I was all right, basically. And so, of course that made sense to us. Right. Why was that the first time that your husband got introduced to the situation. He's at work. Oh, that's right. Good point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'd make time for a swinger party. I'd do that. I can see that. <laughs> well, he did. As, as I could understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and it was a, it was a great connection between the four of us. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it was a, it was a great experience uh, meeting him. Shockingly, we were a lot alike. I watched you know. them say the same thing at the same time. <laughs> oh, half a dozen times. Occasions. 
Yeah, half a dozen times. I had a great conversation with him. Mrs. Silver Fox had a great conversation. She's real difficult to get along with, right? Yeah. You know, being beautiful, smart, and funny. You know, it's got to be tough to talk to. You're not smart ass, but whatever. It's cool. <laughs> I like smart ass most of all. That's my favorite. After that, he was pretty much like, okay, this was fun. I'm good. I'm going to head back to my room. He said, you already made plans, so keep your plans. Those plans are fine, you know. I'm just coming along to make sure everything's. Okay, so he was, all right. Yeah, from a pure safety standpoint, from a husband to a wife, you know, like, hey, I don't know these people. You're going in this environment. I need to check your safety. And, of course, you know, we just thought, well, fuck, of course. Why didn't we think of that? You know, because it was honestly just Mrs. Silver Fox reaching out to my girlfriend. I saw this water getting murky from the moment that question got tossed out. I can picture that. Like, oh, shit. You know, I'm a calculating machine. I, I do a day job because I'm a calculating machine, and they love me for it. So my job is to discover what is going to go wrong before it happens and plan and prepare for it and make mm-hmm. sure nothing goes that route. So now there's people controlling my universe and I fucking hate it. There's so much that can go wrong mm-hmm. in this situation. I will tell you, it is difficult to prepare for it. Everything could go wrong. The fact that anybody in this relationship, not just Lily and I, anybody, her husband, my wife can end it at a moment's notice mm-hmm. is it's real life. It can happen. So I can get a phone call on the way home and say, that's the last trip you ever took. I hope you enjoyed it. She could get the same phone call. Right. And that's something that has to live in the forefront of reality mm-hmm. in all of this because our spouses are who matter the most to us. Right. So anybody should have an equal decision in it. And I'll tell you, that's wild. Now put it in a lifestyle event where you got a lot of things that can go wrong. I'm sure you guys seen your fair share oh, yeah. of mistakes being made oh, yeah. out there in the world. Now I've invited disaster. Let's go. well now that you've had that experience and brought it into the lifestyle do you feel you'll continue going down that course with each other or you think you'll keep it outside of lifestyle events for the time being i would imagine we keep it outside of the lifestyle okay even after that event we probably would i was a great time Oh, had an amazing time. It was yeah. a phenomenal night. Of course, you know, Lily and I really didn't leave the hotel room that much, but <laughs> you know, it was, it was amazing. But all of those feelings and planning and effort and everything that goes into going to an event, how do I marry all of this? It's, it's a lot easier to just keep it separate. I don't want a stupid ass problem coming up with me and Lily or me and Mrs. Silver Fox. And then all of a sudden I've got four people to deal with that. Maybe two additional people are involved with because communication broke down so fast mm-hmm. and Oh my God, can it? It can't be between two people. Now throw six. I can't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So I know where his worry is. I get it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. There's she, only so many arch nemesis. This is where <laughs> you, know, you know that guy wore a t shirt at the SD event that said arch nemesis. I love it. that. <laughs> <laughs> because of what he did. Yeah, I, and, I, and I can't wait to ask more about that too. But. Yeah, that's that because we showed up for the white elephant, you know, and we, we actually brought a unicorn into the world that night because we had a, a local neighbor that was going to motorcycle clubs, trying to meet people, really just wanted sex and didn't really want anything else beyond it. Just no strings attached. Mm-hmm. And the places she was going was vanilla. You know, these dudes are getting attached. They're blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she's like, no, I just really want to. And just she's dick. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> just need some dick. Out. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, she's telling us and we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we get it. <laughs> you know uh she actually busted us in the middle of making a podcast okay and so that's how she found out got curious started listening to us got more curious started asking questions and then finally uh the time came can i go to one of these events 
would you guys go with me? I was a little hesitant at that first. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I want to go to an event, but I don't want you to go as you're not my unicorn. Right. You know, that's not us. That's not our thing. We're never going to be that. It, thing. It's a totally different vibe when you bring somebody. I mean, when you announce them as hell, your you bring a girlfriend with you. It's a totally different yeah, vibe. You, for sure. But, <laughs> but walking in with a unicorn, it's definitely a. Are you their it, unicorn? Are you a unicorn? Right. right. And also <laughs> yeah. couples will steer clear of you. Mm-hmm. Correct. Because, oh, well, all right, you already have your unicorn there. I'm not, nobody wants to step on somebody's toes when right. in, engaging with the unicorn because so we broke, wants to be that dick. But We broke off. I stayed a lot away from Mrs. Silver Fox and the unicorn. And I stayed, you know, primarily in two areas and they, they navigated. Uh, I thought it was more appropriate for the female to give all the introductions. Mrs. Silver Fox went out and she had her thing. She met a wonderful couple, which is actually the couple we were hoping they would meet because we thought, you know, boy, that would be a great first experience. And that couple would be so appreciative of a unicorn. Really hope they can find each other. And they did. It was wonderful. They both had amazing Wait, experience. So. Are, are You're going to fucking say it. Go ahead. Did they gift, gift a unicorn? A unicorn? Yeah, another one of our friends fucking gifting <laughs> unicorns to people that are not. What? <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I again, both of our this love language a, is gifting. Yeah, no. Well, this I've, is a I've concept heard about that the was unicorn issues for a long but time. <laughs> at the same time, while I hate receiving gifts, that may be one gift that I would welcome with open arms. <laughs> Just saying. And I know a lot of our friends listen to this. The so. appreciation and gratitude will be all over your yeah, face. You yep. won't have to fake it or anything. Not at all. <laughs> you said you guys spent most of the time in the room right alone correct different from your normal yes sd experiences <laughs> very much different how did those around react um it was well the next day of course mrs silver fox and i were there alone uh lily was there for the one day and i will tell you as curious as you were after our last episode people were as curious the following day like Good. that seemed like a lot are you sure this is a good idea you know are they lifestyle they had a great time. It seemed like everything went well, but there was a lot of curiosity involved. Like, why, why polyamory? Why wasn't, why weren't us swingers good enough? And it's like, you are, you're all amazing to me for some reason or another, but you offer me enough that I love you, but you don't offer me enough that I can have what I want. Just don't take this as a slight. It's not a knock to the community. It's not a knock to the lifestyle. It's not a knock to anyone. It's just, I need more outside of the community event system. After listening to you discuss how the following night went, again, not a typical SD night for you guys. It sounded like it was a very calm, nothing happened, go to bed early, wake up early and get the fuck out. <laughs> um, it, it certainly was. Uh, we had been so busy for three months solid. I think every weekend we had something going on, whether it be vanilla weddings, slip in a lifestyle event, slip in you know, a date just to keep your friendships going, trying to juggle a brand new relationship that hell, I don't even know how to define that. I just want to be around this person to have 12 straight weeks of stuff going on and knowing that that was our last party. It was just kind of like the relief of, Oh my God, this is our last party. Like, I'm so glad it's over. I've had such an amazing time, but yeah, real oddity for us to be in bed by 1230 oddity for us to not do a whole lot. I will tell you, I wasn't my normal self. I agree. When I went to that, I already see the change. I, it was, I, I see it and I'm not going to call it a bad change. No, it's, just, it's, it's not my, you're, you're happy. Yes. It's a new version of you and I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes <laughs> and how it goes. 
I am too, especially trying to put it together because there's so many people we meet, so many wonderful people we meet along the way. And I need those to continue too, because they're a part of me. They made me where I am today. And so I don't want those to stop, but I have two people that I need to know what I'm doing instead of one. And I need this exercise and communication to be farther. And nobody's denying anybody of anything here. I mean, there's experiences I have that I want again. <laughs> you know, I'm staring at you. <laughs> you I know, wasn't going to point it out. <laughs> but, but in those moments, in those moments that we share together as human beings, and I'm not saying, you know, there's constant desires for these things, but in those moments when you're with those people, again, that are special to you, you want that to be there again. And I don't want to lose those just because I gained another special moment. Right. <laughs> I can totally understand why you would want to keep it separate. Right. I can totally understand selfish a different person showing up at the event than your typical self. Mm. I can totally understand that person continuing not to show up the following night. And from what I sounds of it are, hasn't come back since that night. You are accurate on my behalf. And Mrs. Silver Fox has showed up, but Mr. Silver Fox has stated, yeah, that's correct. So we really enjoyed the next two following weeks where we got to chill out. So since that party, what has your lifestyle experience been? We canceled our next Secret Desires party almost instantly after that. We decided that we just kind of wanted to kind of realign. For as much as we love SD, there was other experiences we desired. We wanted to branch out. We wanted to maybe travel a little farther and kind of see lifestyle experiences outside of Ohio in immediate areas, other resorts, people had told us about and kind of focus on some of our personal relationships. You know, Mrs. Silver Fox, very merry on boyfriend is an important relationship to her. Um, Lilith and mine's course uh, important and trying to find a balance between all people has been a time where I've actually had to sit down with both women and say, listen, guys, I'm fucking struggling here. I don't know how to balance the two of you. Am I taking too much away from your husband? Am I giving you enough time with you away from my girlfriend? Are you guys having enough communication where you're comfortable? Where are you at headwise? Where are you at headwise? And I'm thinking, okay, I'm doing a lot of asking people how everybody's doing. How are you doing? All right, guy, we got this. We're hanging in there. But then I found two amazing women that support me in just the way that I support them. And I thought, you actually got the way better deal, man. You know, you're a cornerstone, but the rest of the bridge is doing the work. Where does it go from here? I'm not sure because the experience is constantly being defined by us as things pop up. There's no destination that we put on the map. There was only, hey, we're going to get in, we're going to start driving, and we're going to find this journey. This is going to be hard for people to understand. The end will come probably one day, you know, and that's a reality I live in. You know, Lily has a husband, and I have a wife, and eventually we're going to grow old. Does that picture stay together? Boy, in my heart of hearts, sure. But in reality, in calculations... Someday it will more than likely have to end. There's something about being in the moment with somebody that it's the last moment you may share with them that gives an extra power to that moment and an extra enhanced sexual experience that it's difficult to explain. You know, you can have sex with your wife every day of the week and you know, well, that's going to happen tomorrow. (laughs) That's going to happen the next day, you know, and that's going to happen again. But when you have sex with somebody knowing that that could be the only time or the last time, there's something that gets added. Being there is wonderfully intoxicating. It's also heartbreaking. But being involved in the emotion is amazing. I'm intrigued where this goes. I think one of the most difficult questions that anyone 
could ask is, why is someone not enough that you needed more? I, I disagree. I think you've answered that. There's certain aspects of your primary relationship that your primary partner doesn't fulfill and she is secure enough in your relationship to offer you the opportunity to find that elsewhere. Sure. I also get the feeling that you connect on a level that you want to show all of you and that includes everything. And I think that's just a human need. We just want to connect with somebody deeply and have somebody know us for who we are completely no questions asked and just really love us. And sometimes you find that in one person. Sometimes you have to find that in in more than one. And I don't see anything wrong with it. It's definitely raises questions because I don't even know. I couldn't even begin to know how difficult it has to be to juggle. You were saying you struggle with trying to find the right balance of time, management, attention. But also, I don't think we really talked to Lily too much about your time management because you were saying that your husband works so much. But what do you see happening when maybe he's not? Does Is there a slow time for his work or is he just always? Slow time, still busy. So this fits pretty well into it, your lifestyle, fits, even? Yeah, it fits pretty well at home. Oh. Well, G, I will say I have read several books on how to navigate open relationships and how to work on your communication, but this is something I don't think they've written the rules for this (laughs) relationship. I'm going to say we started this episode with a ton of questions for them, and I feel I have (laughs) an infinite number more. I. Well, anyway, let's just let's dig into it because that's what we do. (laughs) Well, and I'm going to also start off by saying that this is very unfamiliar territory for me. I'm I'm pretty sure it's unfamiliar territory for you, too. Very much so. I am not familiar with the ins and outs of polyamorous relationships. So going down this rabbit hole, so to speak, uh, I don't want to speak out of turn, but just know that I am very naive when it comes to these things. 100%. And whatever we're sharing here is just our feelings and opinions at the moment. Yeah. What I want to dig into first or get out there first We had a lot of comments after the Silver Foxes first episode, and I don't think we took a second to actually describe the Silver Foxes because their name Silver Fox comes from the fact that he has a silver beard. Yes. And she is a fucking fox. Yeah. And it is not because they are an older couple as he is actually younger than me in his low 40s and (laughs) she is in her mid 30s. So while their name is a little bit misleading, they are not silver foxes in the sense of what you might normally think. Correct. So with that out of the way, (laughs) so the fact that she was open to coming back to the lifestyle as her husband is a single guy that she had played with back in her previous relationship isn't very surprising. No. It, and well, it, it sounded like it wasn't even surprising to her husband right. that she would it, come It was back more like he something. was waiting patiently for this to click in and okay, off we go. Yeah. Uh, still trying to gauge their dynamic as it doesn't seem like he has time to do much. Yeah, I was a little surprised at how open he was to letting her off leash, so to speak, and just kind of out there building a relationship mm-hmm. with somebody and he's not around to give her attention. I am surprised that, that was allowed, given that I feel like you would want to balance that amount of attention. It sounds like this took something off his plate that she was 
needing. Yeah, yeah. She, she needed some extra attention, and yeah. this allowed him to continue to do his job yeah. and keep her satisfied. And if they're strong enough in their relationship to make that happen, I guess that's a good thing. How they work it, yeah. But we say it frequently, and this just goes to show you that as far as ethical non-monogamy, swinging, poly, whatever, it's impossible just to put it all in one category. Oh, yeah, no, it's... Because... Yeah everybody's looking for something completely different. Yeah. It's just a sexual openness, if you will. I think it's a lot of looking at relationships outside the box. We frequently talk about thinking outside the box in many aspects of our lives, but relationships are one of those places where it's so ingrained in us that you have to be monogamous, you have to be with just this one person. And when you take a relationship and how serious it is and what all goes into it to make a working, loving, healthy relationship, sometimes that isn't just one person. And so you have to think outside of the box to make your personal relationship work. And that's not the same for everybody. And I don't see this as something that either of them needed to fix their current relationship. No. This is... While a different concept in my mind of picking another person to fill certain voids as Mm -hmm. opposed to just moments to fill those voids, him going, hey, I need someone to snuggle with. I need someone to fulfill some sexual desires. It's an interesting concept that they picked an actual person to fill the void instead of moments where in the lifestyle I can see couples going, hey, I like to do this certain thing, but my partner doesn't do it. So I can utilize this moment in the lifestyle to do that. Oh, interesting that you see it that way. But instead, they have taken a person to do that. Yeah, I could see that. Let's take the cuddling example that he says that Mrs. Silver Fox does not like to cuddle, and he really does. And so this doesn't make his relationship lack anything for him, but he really likes to cuddle. There's a lot that goes into cuddling. It's not just I'm laying in your arms. I think what I enjoy about cuddling is the feeling of having someone who loves me, holding me, making me feel safe, or hearing somebody's heartbeat and just so happy that this person is alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Uh, Yay. And the warmth and all that other stuff. But there's so many feelings that go along with Mm -hmm. that. And I don't know that you can get necessarily a cuddly feeling within lifestyle parameters to that extent. You can get some of it, but is it going to check all the boxes? You know, there's only those special moments, those special once in a while moments, you know, when they're awake at midnight. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Ever since I heard this episode, I have been trying to picture what it would be like adding another component to our relationship. And it's just beyond my realm of... Comprehension? Yeah. I know. I can't even... As he was talking, I'm just thinking in my head, like, how would we even... There's no way... I. Of the hardest time remembering school functions or some stupid shit for the kids, let alone juggling two relationships. Oh my gosh, oh. I don't know. I, I could not do it. For my own sanity, I could not do it. There's no way. I will tell you right now, I don't feel I give you enough attention during my day. I couldn't imagine trying to give two people that level of attention. And splitting that up and still making yeah, it no, worth it. I, well, I will say, though, after having them sit in front of us and seeing how happy they both are, I can see where it becomes worth it to try and figure it out, to try to juggle all of the things. So they met on an app called Field. Mm-hmm. And as they were telling us about the app that they met on, I thought 
that it was field, F-I-E-L-D, like playing the field. But it turns out after they left, I looked it up and it's field, F-E-E-L-D. Yes. Field up, I guess. I don't know if that's <laughs> is, is it now now I'm trying now that given their relationship, I'm trying to judge is this I want to feel and touch something, or is this I want to find people I can have feelings for and create this extra um, relationship? I didn't look too far into the app. I mm-hmm. just wanted to know what app it was that they used, so I just Again, pulled it up. See, it's but out of our wheelhouse, so <laughs> definitely out of our wheelhouse. <laughs> So their first date, uh, he promised hand massage, and all I could think of was, oh boy. so if I had given you a hand massage on our first date, do you think I would have like gotten a proposal like sooner, or I'm just curious. Just, I mean, just curious. <laughs> because you like hand massages so much, and I do. I feel that they are just head over heels for each other right now. So I'm thinking, boy, those hand massages must be spectacular. He never gave me one, so I just don't <laughs> you know. Don't know. <laughs> you hear that, Mister Silver Fox? You got to give Gia a hand massage. The way the conversation tone changed when we brought up going to the party together, it was very interesting to see how protective he a was. different side of him. Mm-hmm. When he and Mrs. Silver Fox first started out in the lifestyle, it was, all right, we're going to baby step this together. And baby step quickly went to mad sprint to now we're open to anything. Yeah. And now suddenly he has a second relationship. It's a complete 180. Yes. And he doesn't want to share this precious little object. You could hear in his voice, he very much wanted to keep these two worlds separate. Yep. And I could see it too in his, uh, just in the way he was explaining or felt the need to explain kind of every detail of that, which from his perspective, I totally understand you're mixing worlds that while, yeah, we're all kind of lumped into a big group of like people who don't follow the norm when it comes to relationships, Polly is very different than swinging. Yes. While the worlds do cross at times, it's... They all fall into the ethically non-monogamous, but... Yeah, but I mean, even so you can have some Polly people show up at a swinging event and Mm -hmm. some Polly people will also be swingers. Yes. But they are very separate things. To be honest, I feel I saw a completely different Mr. Silver Fox from the moment he walked in that door with her. It was much more reserved. Definitely, even from the first hug hello to the hug goodbye, it was, I guess, more pulled back and reserved from what I I know of him. I completely agree. But before we go further into the party, they brought up a very interesting moment when he said, so what are your rules? And part of me wonders if the rules question was to have them discuss their own rules or in hopes that the answer was going to be, oh, no, we're not going to play with anyone. We're just going there to look. I don't think he wanted her to come out with the rule of, oh, we're free to do whatever we want. We're going to have some fun and see what happens. Right. We're just there as a couple swinging. Yep. We're not there as our polyamorous. But instead, it sounds like when he was informed, oh, we don't really have any rules. He said, oh, well, then how about we make a plan to uh, head off to the room together and do our thing? And she informed the husband, that's what we're going to be doing. And he said, you guys have plans. So that's what you go do. And what a husband. Is it wrong for me to question? Like, I mean, it doesn't does even seem like he's looking a... for follow-up. He's not looking for pictures, videos, stories. It's just, go on. yes, I'm busy you at work. This? You go fill that vagina. Right. <laughs> 
And not just the vagina, but the whole relationship part of it, too. I was like, what a husband to walk in. He's like, I'm just going to, yep, looks like you're in good hands. I'll see you later. Peace out. I need to get to to sleep. (laughs) Like, what? I was like, wait a minute. I thought he was going for the swinging party. (laughs) And he he ends up like, no, cool. You got plans. Go on. He mentioned that some of his swinger friends felt almost like it was a slap in the face that he is now doing this polyamorous relationship versus just swinging. And he's saying, they're saying like, what are we to you? Chop liver? Like we... Did we not do something good enough for you? Clearly, we were not the only ones who noticed a bit of a change. Yeah. For, as he said, his Mr. Silver Fox brand Mm -hmm. and the version of him that shows up at these parties was clearly not there. Which we got a chance to see today. I will say on our end, we're not offended. We're not judging the fact that he's doing it. He's excessively happy. It's just a different person than the person we met the last time we hung out with him. Which, again, who are we to say what people's paths are supposed to be? Right. And what's right or wrong for them? Right. So as far as I'm concerned, it's just another moment in his lifestyle journey. Given his happiness, I am happy for him. I was surprised that he felt that people felt that way. I don't know if people told him that specifically or if that was just what he was vibing off of. But to me, I'm the same. I'm not offended at all. Like, if you need to find more with someone else, with something else, you do you. If this makes your relationship healthier, if this helps you find yourself, whatever it needs to be for you, let it be for you. I'm not offended that you needed to find this for yourself. I'm not offended. I'm not there to fill all of the gaps in your life or to make you a better person. Mm -hmm. And I by no means am offended or I don't feel it's a slap in the face. I think mostly I was just a little bit surprised that this was the route that they were going. I was intrigued to see what level of connection the girlfriend boyfriend is at yes and i will say it was a different realm than what i pictured in my mind i was picturing a side piece right and have sex yep and okay cool we we fuck and then take off and but this is definitely a way more yes and that's where my lack of comprehension of the poly world comes in and mine too You know, we've had friends who bring their personal unicorn with them to the club. That's another kind of dynamic where it's hard to approach a couple who has brought their unicorn with them. Mostly because you don't want to be the couple that interfered with another couple's unicorn experience. And because they're unicorns, the second another couple who is, lack of a better term, polite in the lifestyle, isn't going to run in and try to steal a unicorn. So if you see a couple talking to a unicorn, you don't really step up. So if a couple brings a unicorn, it's like, oh, well, maybe they can't play at home tonight. So they just came to the club where they can play. I'm taking a step back. And they're all out having a date together. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to step on toes in that situation. So it is a hard situation to read. And same kind of with throuples, in a sense, approaching them in a club situation, understanding dynamics. It's just something that it's easier to approach a couple and say, what's your dynamic? What are you looking for? Versus approaching three people now and saying, okay, what's each one of your So a four-way connection becomes a five-way connection. Now a five-way connection and... 
<laughs> talk about adding in another a whole nother dynamic. A whole nother <laughs> dynamic for real. <laughs> Speaking of unicorns. <laughs> really we're we're gifting another another couple gifting a fucking unicorn it's, it's like one of those things you know like when you get a new car and you all of a sudden you notice how many of those cars yep. are on the road <laughs> now we just happen to notice all of these people gifting unicorns <laughs> what is happening damn it oh remember your friends guys come on <laughs> Look a specifically up. nessa and g just just a Put the vibe out there. I'm, I am helping with our vision board. We're making it happen. Yes. <laughs> or maybe it was your vision board that like brought yeah, this out. Maybe. Yeah. See, it's, <laughs> my vision board's making more people talk about things we don't have. Perfect. <laughs> See, I told you, you have to be very specific in vision boards. You got to make sure you're putting exactly the right thing out there because you don't want to manifest the wrong thing. No part of my vision board has unicorns being handed to people. Okay. <laughs> Other people aren't all, involved. All it's the unicorns all are running towards the board. Towards the board. <laughs> you need like a picture of you on your vision board and and have it very right. specifically right to you. Okay, <laughs> us and us because I mean, yeah, I could use a nice unicorn as well. And that's what I found interesting about this is he went out searching for someone not for them Mm -hmm. but for him yeah and it is something that they had been discussing over the last few episodes of their podcast in their podcast they have a segment called swinging forward yeah and three episodes a little trickle more yep Yep. three episodes ago they were intrigued by the idea and little by little they started getting closer and closer now he's there i feel a lot more has gone on behind the scenes we're not privy to so and, and the way it was dropped sudden, on their podcast was oh yeah and she just wanted me to invite my girlfriend so we did and it's <laughs> Wait, like what, what about <laughs> the month and a half of pilled up prior to that that you guys didn't talk about yeah yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, back up, rewind that. Yeah, what? Yep. <laughs> so I had to laugh to myself when he said that he had to sit down with two women and speak to both of them about him struggling to figure out how to make this work. I'm <laughs> all I could think in my head was, you have the hardest time coming to me when you're wrong about like nothing. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I mean, just admitting you're wrong is like, we literally like, I, I have to highlight the moment. I'm like, wait, look, because she it said he's never wrong. fucking happens. Okay. <laughs> I know. So that's what I'm saying. Like the fact that he had to do this twice <laughs> with two women who are very important to him makes me just like in awe of what a great man he is, that he has the ability to communicate even despite. You could see as he was talking about this, how much keeping them both happy was important to him. Yeah. is not only important to him, but is a struggle, a boy, where do I, and that's exactly where I'm at is I don't do much at work (laughs) and I still struggle to find as much time as I really want to give towards you to praise you, lift you up and let you know how much you mean to me. Well, and that's not just a work thing. That's just a day-to-day grind type of thing. I mean, but what I'm saying is that I have a bit more free time than most, and I still feel I should be giving you more of my attention. And I couldn't fathom the idea of trying to spread it. (laughs) I'm good with the amount of attention you give me. I understand. Pretty happy camper when it comes. But there will there will be times in my day where I'm like, you know what? I haven't told Nessa how much I love her lately. I know. And. And I couldn't imagine trying to have to do that 
for two people. Right. Wait, who did I tell I love today? <laughs> Thank God it's all through text message. I can go back and <laughs> go back and check. Start marking in the calendar. <laughs> Keep appointments. Uh, God, it's just getting stressful just thinking about it. I, I couldn't do it. I I know you couldn't do it because you couldn't have that communicate. You could not communicate to two women if you were feeling wrong in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Again, it doesn't happen that often. It couldn't be that hard. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So now we get to his view on a possible ending and how he looks at this and every time that he's with her as a time that could be his last. Because through many different options that aren't even in his control. something that he could have done, right? it could end. Yeah. Whereas when you and I go to the club or talk to another couple, we're in no fucking rush. We'll be here next week. We'll be here the month after. If, if if now's not the time, some other time. Well, and it doesn't have to be that particular person. Right. Where here, I think that having that bond, having that relationship means something. And when you lose it overnight or you lose it too quickly, that's a pain that is a deeper pain. It's a mm-hmm. more hurtful pain. If you tell me things are off at the club, I don't like that person or I'm not getting a vibe, a good vibe from that person. I, no hard feelings. Okay. Moving next. Yep. They didn't mean anything to me. Right. This is going. It's, it's a deeper realm that I. Deeper. Yep. I mean, there are, we have a lot of friends that I couldn't imagine not in our life. I don't know that we're going to lose them overnight. Right. He also speaks to, for the same reason, keeping their relationship separate from his relationship with Mrs. Silver Fox. Mm-hmm. This was one of the things that he said that I did not think through the way he had. And I'm kind of blown away at his perspective, or I'm kind of blown away at his point of view on this, in that I actually agree with it, but I'm surprised that it took him saying what he said before I agreed with it, because I was originally on the other side where why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to share two women you love, hope that they love each other just as much as you love her. And I'm thinking that what a one big happy family that would be, you know. And then when he said, yeah, but that also means that my relationship is also contingent on their relationship as well. Mm-hmm. And who knows how stable that is. And then that becomes out of his control. And now it's just a lot of caution to the wind. And now you're risking this person you have a deep, meaningful relationship with. You're putting that relationship at risk right. just to have the one big happy family. And who knows if that's gonna You're just adding another out. factor that could you know bring that end a little sooner. Yeah. And I was just I I just hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah, you know, I just want a big happy family. Everybody loves everybody. Just let's all have fun. But <laughs> but he makes a very good point and it was very valid and it kind of was like, woo. Didn't look at it from that angle. So with that, it seems that Mr. Silver Fox will be in the den for a while. <laughs> Kind of. It does seem that way. Yeah. Sad face. Thanks for joining us for a hump day quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4-HUMP-DAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories. Thank you.